my name's Ellen. And my name is Mel. In each episode, we take an in-depth look at a different trope or subgenre in the huge variety of Destiel fanfiction. And in this episode, we're going to take a look at some pirate AUs. And to discuss the effect of twists and turns, we would like to welcome author Kit Mystery. Hey, Kit. Hi, thank you for having Hi. me. Oh, You're thank welcome. you for agreeing to come and talk to us. Yeah. Okay, so the other fix we're going to talk about today um, are His Right Hand Man by Golden Ray of Sun, Blow High, Blow Low, and So Sailed We by Insomnia, and Eye of the Storm by Nickel Keep. And links to all of the fics that we're going to be talking about today uh, will be available in the episode post on mixtapebookclub.com and they'll be all included in our Mixtape Book Club collection on AO3. Which is, I don't know how big that's getting now. I was look, I looked at it a little while ago, but it's growing into like quite a little treasure trove of fics now after all these episodes. So it's good. Yeah. Good place to go digging if you're just not sure what you want to read. Just go and pick a random one from there. So like three or four um fix each episode and, the, and this is the 32nd one there must be <laughs> a yep. lot <laughs> fantastic uh, before we start talking about the fix we have to say a really big thank you to everyone who has supported us um so far in our copy account uh if you uh, appreciate the the work that we put into the podcast and you want to support us um you can go to coffee ko hyphen fi.com slash mixtape book club and um, support us as much as you're um, able to or you can come and join our um, discord server and have a chat with us there or get a bit of a sneak peek into what's coming up in the podcast so just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who's done that so far we've been yeah. overwhelmed we really do appreciate it so thank you very much it's lovely to have yes. a, another way to connect with people as well so Okay. All right, so pirates. <laughs> yeah, we can't go far these days anywhere on in the fandom spaces without without finding pirates. <laughs> yes. Thanks to um, our flag means death. <laughs> the gay pirates. The other I gay pirates. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the supernatural fandom kind of discovered these these wonderful kind of gay pirate story and just moved into the. Yeah, I think it was it was just very yeah it was very timely for the supernatural fandom wasn't it because we've kind of like (laughs) a lot of us have been through this healing process kind of (laughs) where we've been kind of grieving losing our show and been been through a lot on the old Destiel ship in the past uh, year or two and then along comes our flag (laughs) yes the good ship Destiel. and then along comes our flag means death, where they're just so, like, happy to just have everything there on screen for us to screen at. It's wonderful. Yes. So talking of gay pirates, if you enjoy listening to podcasts, which if you're listening to us talk, there's a fairly decent chance <laughs> that you might enjoy listening to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. um, there is one out there now, um, which is hosted by the lovely Dusty Owl Cannon, who, um, if you're in the fandom, you, you may know uh, from doing Podfix and a Dusty Owl fanfic podcast called Making It Up As You Go. And uh, with her is Mary. Um, actually not sure if Mary has many other 
um, fandom names, but they co-host the Carrying Wayward podcast as well. So two excellent Destiel uh, podcast hosts have come together to do a Alphad Meets Death podcast called Gentlemen Pirates Library. Yeah, it's a rewatch podcast, so they're watching... Well, they haven't seen the whole show yet, so they're watching one episode at a time and recording their observations and reactions to it. Um, yeah, there's three episodes out so far and possibly another one by the time you're hearing this. Um, yeah. And it's really, it's, really, it's really good. They've both got such beautiful, um, gentle, soothing voices, so it's really lovely to listen to them speak and um, talk about what they love about each of the um, episodes. Yes, and we do have a little um, kind of trailer for that podcast, which uh, we said we would put out there for you, which we will just kind of add to the end of this uh, podcast. So if you want to listen at the end of this episode and see if the Gentleman Pirates library might be for you, um, then just keep on listening once you're sick of listening to us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop! Don't stop! Um, and if you if you want to listen to that, uh, like check them out a bit more yourself, then they can be found um, on all like Spotify and all the, the usual places for podcasts. But on Twitter, they their tag is um, gentleman p i r eight, which I really love. I think that's really that's very clever. Yeah, <laughs> that's a cute tag. I like it. Um, so we won't we won't talk about any spoilers for the show obviously like i know that kit you and in europe and in general outside of the u.s like i know we've we've had it in australia on on um, streaming tv but i think a lot of countries still haven't got it yet so we don't want to spoil anything about the about our flag means death in particular but we have some great pirate au's um with destiel yeah um, to talk about today so and I, for one, am very happy that because of that show, we're now getting more pirate Destiel content because I've always been to like, your a pirate own, fan. Um, no. New fic. <laughs> <laughs> we were not. <laughs> we're not going to bring that one up. Um, but you know how when you were a kid, like they always say you're either like a ninja kid or a pirate kid. It's like ninjas or pirates <laughs> who would win. Um, I was 100% always in the pirate camp as a kid. I was obsessed with pirates. I'm a pirate so. kid. Definitely yes. a pirate kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I loved some pirates. I think my <laughs> I think my pirate obsession as a child though started by seeing started by watching like Muppet Treasure Island when I was like I don't know, probably way too young to understand most of the jokes in it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Because it's one of those things where you watch it again and as an adult and you're like, oh, okay. They let me watch that. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, really? I don't, I don't think I've seen I it probably since I was a kid anyway. I wouldn't. It's got no, adult there's humor just a, in it, does it? Yeah, there's just a few little, like, kind of <laughs> winks and nods, which I definitely did not get as a child. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. I think my main pirate thing, like, as a child was probably in Peter Pan type, like Captain Hook type thing. So the pirates were bad yes. guys to me for a long time. Like they're very, these, da- well, in, in media generally, since Pirates of the Caribbean, maybe they're very romanticized and um, uh-huh. maybe made out to be honorable people who sort of were forced to take an, a life of crime on the Salmon Seas or whatever. But 
I think in in reality, possibly a lot of them were actually like really nasty people <laughs> in um, general in real life. I'm pretty sure most of them were criminals, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we see them as very free people now nowadays. Yeah, yes. I think yeah. the thing is most of them. <laughs> I'm going to position myself as resident pirate expert, but that's literally only because of where I live and the fact that Blackbeard is like our only celebrity that's worth anything. <laughs> no, um, actually, you haven't told us where you're recording oh, from. You're coming to us alive from where it happened. Uh, yeah, I'm currently, as we're recording, I am in um, Ocracoke Island. So anybody who doesn't know where that is, it is where uh, Blackbeard was eventually killed in 1718. So, yep. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little island, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun if you are a strange little pirate nerd like me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're definitely, uh, oh, definitely most of them were in the life because they were criminals. However, we also have to stop and consider that a lot of the things that were considered criminal back then, we might not actually consider so criminal today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just because we're calling them criminals doesn't actually necessarily always mean they were bad people. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting line to draw there. But there were definitely plenty of them that were bad people. So There seems to be a bit of a theme running through some of these um, AUs where um, mainly it seems most of them is Cass in this situation, but he's a, a Navy officer who defected or... Um, gets captured by the pirates or whatever um that, yeah. that's in a few different ones um and almost always dean is like the pirate captain who's honorable and you know <laughs> it's not I, I haven't done like an actual you know analysis of them to see which one which way around it goes in majority but it seems like the ones we've read in the last couple of weeks um that's the way around it seems to go um from the uh, yeah, I think from the four that we have now Two of them, mm-hmm. Dean is the captain, and in the other two, Cass is the captain. Oh, really? Oh, oh well. yeah. But uh, Dean, Dean, Dean is not in the Navy, I think, in any of the fix. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not yeah. any of the ones that we have. Yeah. But that situation for Cass would have been moderately common, because, you know, that happened a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of corruption in the Navy. Or also kind of so, like a similar situation to we have with like army veterans today where people would get out of the Navy, but then there was not a lot they could do afterwards because like their only skills were related to being on a ship. <laughs> so yeah. there was not a lot that they could do and a lot of them ended up falling into piracy that way. And I think being a pirate paid better than being in the Navy. So that probably was a reason why yes. a lot of people chose to change their life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this until this weekend, but somebody told me this weekend um, that like the main prevailing theory was that uh, Blackbeard was in the Navy up until okay. he became a pirate. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah. Did, I, I didn't realize that he was um, he was from Bristol. Um, yeah, I think he was born in Bristol somewhere around 1680, I think ish. Not quite sure how old he was, but like 1680 ish. Um, he was born in Bristol. Which is yep. where I went to college, so woo. <laughs> <laughs> More pirate nerdery, excellent. Um, I we like we didn't really mean to do two historical fic episodes in a row <laughs> because we just yeah. did Regency, but this this um, golden age of, of piracy 
um, <laughs> Golden Age of Destiel piracy. Mm-hmm. A, a little earlier than than Regency, so this is like around seventeen hundred kind of time. So, and it's kind of funny because they, in in Regency fix, they they often speak in a way like it's a bit. It sounds a bit more Jane Austeny, like it's the the language comes through, but in in these pirate fics, they don't tend to do that so much. I find like I've found in the these these ones we've read anyway, there is there is a lot of the um, the language, like the terminology and all that kind of thing. But in the dialogue and the yeah, because there's the prose, and there's the odd word that they say like here or there. <coughs> Excuse me. There's the odd word that they say here or there that and I guess that kind of makes sense because they're not um, kind of like putting on all the airs and graces for other people like a lot of people in regency fix are they are much more casual i guess so maybe yeah. that makes sense yeah uh, but there's definitely yeah. a pirate a pirate language which the different fix use to kind of different different levels like each of the fix i think has a slightly different level i was very impressed with the level of research that has obviously gone into all of these fix there's there's a lot of terminology i learned a lot of things <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> about ships and um you know even that oh we can talk about it later but how the crews would elect captains or um you know the way they they divvied up the the booty <laughs> i guess you know like that kind yes. of thing with I, I quite didn't know quite democratic it was so democratic yeah yeah, yeah. it's really interesting anyway we should um get stuck in shall we yeah let's do it okay would you um, like to read the summary of, of Twists and Turns for us, Kit? Um, yeah, sure. So, when naval surgeon Castiel Novak is captured by the Black Impala pirates, he has no choice but to agree to their terms. He is to serve on their ship for a whole year before they release him. That doesn't mean he's going to like it, though, especially when their captain is the embodiment of everything Castiel despises. Determined to earn his freedom, Castile settles into the life of an outlaw. When the pirate's true goal is revealed, though, he can no longer deny that things are not as black and white as he thought they were, and he can't deny how drawn he is to Captain Winchester either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this story. Yes, this was so much fun. <laughs> uh, so this was published in 2019 for the DCBB. Um, 75,000 words long and it is explicit and it contains some really some beautiful artwork um, by Pimento Girl as well yes Doesn't so it? good love their art and this um, is actually one of my favourite um, genres of fic though I have yet to come up with an adequate name for this genre of fic so it's like where you have an AU or um, historical whatever it may be any kind of AU but then there are some canon kind of like hunting elements worked into it even though it's still yeah. an au <laughs> and i don't know what we call that please one of these days can we come up with a name for that <laughs> but um, um i i like it i a guess lot. it falls under the umbrella of a fusion fic yeah kind of because we've got those like S- like supernatural spn hunting parts in it but it's definitely an au um yeah so it's a time slip yeah and there are there are quite a few (laughs) kind of fix in this so that sort of genre out there um i just personally really like it because it gives you that little bit of kind of grounding for the characters and it's 
don't know, it's just a lot of fun. Like at the end of the day, I watched Supernatural. Well, one of the reasons I started watching Supernatural, other than like Dean and Cass in the first place, um, was because I enjoyed like the Monster of the Week aspect of it. So whenever there's like something about the lore or like the monster stuff brought over into an AU, I get like excited. <laughs> so Kit, can you tell us um, about how this fic was, what was your inspiration for writing this one? Um, okay. The inspiration was actually um, the story of Odysseus, which oh. n- never made it into the final fic. But <laughs> that was the way. <laughs> it was a good way to start. I knew I wanted to write a story about pirates because uh, I love stories about pirates and uh, we don't have enough stories with pirates in the fandom. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I figured it was time to fix them. Yep. Yes. Well, I'm very glad that you did, especially with this one, because I this is one of those stories that I dug into it and started reading because it had been on my marked for later since well, probably since the 2019 DCBB is posted, because <laughs> that's how <laughs> yeah. that's how tragic my marked for later list is at this point. Um, <laughs> so it's probably been on there since then. And I kept on looking at it and it was just never the right time. Like I, was, I either didn't have enough time and I just needed something a little bit shorter or it was like I had a whole day or two and so I wanted like a 200,000 word, you know, something massive. And I was like, no, I, I really want to read that one. It's about pirates and, and it's by Kit Mystery and I know I'm going to love it. So I, I've, got to, I've got to dedicate time to that one. <laughs> yeah. And then it was one of those fics where as soon as I started reading it, I just read and read and read and then I got to the end and genuinely had the thought. I was like, I thought this was 75,000 words and I got to the top and I was like, oh, it was. And it felt like it was like, 30 or 40 because <laughs> I had just been yeah. like binging it because I was flows so well doesn't it yeah oh thank you I'm glad to hear that yeah loved it it's got such a lovely um enemies to lovers kind of like they really are antagonistic at the beginning and then over gradually over the the, the story they get closer and then um yeah yeah I kind of love stories where it takes them so long to get their shit together <laughs> because through through kind of genuine circumstances, enemies to lovers, misunderstandings, having not talked about anything and kind of, um, I guess in this one, there's almost a, not really a consent issue necessarily, but there is the fact that technically at the beginning, the way Castiel views things, I think it's probably important to say that this, this is cast POV. So we do kind of see him thinking things through and viewing himself as Dean's prisoner. So yeah. there is a while where, although it's very clear to the reader that Cass probably has a lot more agency than he thinks he does at the beginning. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, there's probably kind of some, an implied consent issue there with anything happening between Dean and Cass, even though that's not actually really the case at all. It's just that Cass won't let go of that idea that he's there against his will. So, Yeah, and it was, uh, it was actually important for me that uh, Cass chose to stay on the ship after mm-hmm. a certain amount of time because he did get the choice to leave the, the Winchester Pirates and he didn't. He chose to stay. Yeah, and it wasn't kind of that long into things before Dean kind of basically gave him the option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of uh, fun as a reader to kind of watch Cass's thought process kind of go through those things, going from 
thinking of himself as a prisoner and viewing things with the view of, okay, well, when we get to this place, maybe I can work out how to escape to, okay, well, we've got to this place and I've been let off the ship. I could escape, but he makes absolutely no effort to. <laughs> like, he's just like, yeah, uh. <laughs> I can go um, any time now. Yeah. <laughs> I really Here I can. go. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it was fun to watch a, that. A romantic moment on on the moonlit sea with my pirate <laughs> captain, who I'm totally not a prisoner anymore. <laughs> um, so that you've got quite a few. Like it's almost like a, you know, a series of episodes basically where they have to go and like fight. They they um, kill a bunch of different monsters on the way around. Um, yes. The monsters that you included in the fic are they are they all like real kind of Caribbean myths or um, where did you get those things from? Um, they're all real, most real, not real. They're actual mythological monsters. <laughs> they're not all from the yes. Caribbean, though. I think I have one that is uh, from Japanese uh, mythology. I think. Uh, oh. oh yeah, I think I have cool. it in an author's note somewhere. I remember writing it somewhere. I don't remember which one it was. Okay. And the others, uh, I'm pretty sure the others were all uh, either from stories or from movies I watched. Uh So there wasn't anything that I made up. Well, they're they're absolutely terrifying, I have to say. I'm not going to share because it might be, it might be a a spoiler because it's, I think it's the monsters that are working with how can I say this in a non-spoilery way? With one the of the villains the end. that uh, we encountered. <laughs> yeah, one of the right, villains, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Okay, right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> oh, but now that I think about it, some Greek mythology did make it in with that villain. Ah, good for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was because you had the, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you have to <laughs> try not to be um, spoilery as well. Yeah. With the, especially the, the method of the whole thing at the end is very, um, very Greek. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. Actually, the, the battle scenes in general I, for all of these fics um, are amazing. Like the, the ship battles, you know, like with all the cannons and the, um, the way that the ships are damaged when, when you have cannonballs <laughs> coming at them. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen that many... Um, movies or anything where there where there has been ship related battles but um i'm i'm very impressed with the way that that is described in, especially in this particular story um yeah kind of terrifying when you think about it like <laughs> you're on with on this huge ship at sea and there's these bloody cannonballs flying at you. <laughs> yeah the not the not fun way to have balls flying at your face yeah yeah um, <laughs> that's right but it's uh but it's all written so well that it's it's very clear what's happening. Like, even if you know nothing about boats and you're like, oh, it's a floating wooden thing, um, you can still very clearly <laughs> yes. picture, like, everything that's going on in these battles, which is great. Like, that that's very good to me. Got to be good writing to keep all that straight. So. There aren't that many resources about sea battles online, which was something that uh, I had trouble with when I was writing. But then I kept uh, watching that video from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean where they're like, who was it? One of the Navy guys and he's walking down the stairs and the ship is exploding all around him. And that was the vibe (laughs) I was going with. 
Yes. Right. <laughs> well, that definitely came through. <laughs> I was going to say something about Sam and his addiction, but I don't know if that's yeah, too much I of a thought... spoiler. Um, probably it... not, because, I mean, it's, it, it's not going to spoil the main plot, so I think we're probably good, right? Yeah, and uh, I think it's explained in chapter two, or maybe one. So it's pretty yeah, early, so early, early on. There we go. Yeah, but I thought that having uh, Sam on on board and having him struggling with his, um, well, at the beginning he's not really struggling with withdrawal because he's not even really trying <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> um, but <laughs> later on we get to that point. Um, but. I thought that that was a very cool kind of parallel to canon having that and it gives you a very interesting relationship between Dean and Sam to work with instead of just having them being like brothers in arms that get along and everything's great. And uh, it was also a reason for Cass to be on the ship because they needed a doctor. It's not like they took a random prisoner and they kept him on the ship. Yes. And it's not just, oh, we need a doctor, but you know, the butcher and the carpenter could probably manage. Yeah. <laughs> like they needed they needed someone who knew what they were doing with Sam there. So Yeah. And it's nice that um the way that he's integrated into the career, like it's the fan family vibes, you know, like he he helps everybody basically at some time or another and becomes one of the crew, even though he was supposed to be a prisoner. Yes. And he ends up helping one of the yeah i love the fact that you have um charlie and joe in this and Cass obviously ends up being one of the people that um oh that's right yeah kind of helps out is... yeah posing as yeah. um men on the ship because back then it was considered bad luck by a lot of people to have uh women on a ship mm-hmm. so but um i like the fact that Cass kind of finds out and like, you don't necessarily really get any reaction on that aspect of it from Cass. Like, there's absolutely no, like, he doesn't seem to give two shits either way whether there are women on this ship. He is more concerned about the fact that the other people are going to create an annoying fuss about this. <laughs> like, it's like it's, she doesn't it's care about problem. women either way. Yeah. She just likes Dean. Yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> it literally makes no difference to me. So, like, eh. Um, but yeah, I, I liked that. And. I don't know why I found this so funny, but when he, uh, there is, I, it's not too much of a spoiler, so there is a brief portion in this book where Charlie is injured and being the, the, the ship's doctor, that's obviously how uh, Cass finds out um, that it's it's the Charlie that we know. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there's just like a brief point where he's like treating her and like considers telling her that he's only into men as if that would make it more comfortable. <laughs> just him randomly coming out to her while he's stitching her up. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure that would be quite the comfort you think it is in that moment. I see where you're coming from, but like, like. I don't think she, I don't think she's worried about that particular thing at that time. Yeah, like yeah. I see where you're coming from with that, but like, let's not make this about you, Cass. Like, <laughs> no, it was good. It made me pause to have a little bit of a chuckle. It was good. Well, at least he tried. He tried. He did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I like how you've got, as a tag in this one, um, got sailing inaccuracies. Like, I feel like every pirate fic or, or big that involves, like, sailing and stuff, yes. like, tall ships or whatever, always has some kind of tag. 
like I had to include one in my one of my fix that had sailing and I'm like author is not a sailor <laughs> it's like you know <laughs> trying to stave off people who are like oh you didn't describe the mizzen mast properly or, you know. <laughs> but anyway well my favorite think- tag is uh tentacles in brackets not the sexy not kind <laughs> which says a lot about this fandom that you have to specify <laughs> so yeah yes that would be but, a whole different feat. <laughs> take a bit of a turn halfway through there no but the yeah. tentacle parts and the monster fighting parts were really well described as well i loved the fact that it wasn't just a case of oh you know this monster bobs up he's scary looking we'll try and stab him like each of the things that they're hunting is very distinct in like the way that they work and when they find them and kind of the effect that they have on the environment that they're fighting in which i thought was pretty cool yeah so i liked that a lot yes beautiful atmospheric writing yes thank you (laughs) i tried i tried really hard (laughs) I love the fact that right up until he is literally face to face or like head to head, many heads, um, with his first like monster thing, Cass literally just does not believe point yeah. like, anything that they're saying about these monster things. He is literally going out on a hunt with them and still does not believe. <laughs> they're crazy. Like, they're all drunk. Yeah. Right? They're high. Yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I thought it was just Sam that was, <laughs> was high on this shit. Apparently it's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean he handles it he handles it quite well once he's confronted with the reality. <laughs> at that point I guess you don't have much choice. Like, oh right. Okay. No, well at that point he's got like injured people and um things like work to do. Yeah. Other things to focus <laughs> so on. He, by he the can't time worry too much about by the time he realizes that the monsters are real, it's his time to sign on the seat. Because people are yes. coming back and they need to be treated. That's yes. right, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got that, that focus. Yeah. Cass is just so likable in this fic, though. <laughs> like, I do. I just, I just really like him in this fic. He's very... Yeah. yeah. I, I think he's very soft in this fic, and I don't usually write him as very soft. So that was... He is, but yeah. he's the kind of soft where... He's soft, but he doesn't let people walk all over him. Like, he's still kind of got that, like, spine to him, which... I like a lot. Like even even when he's been captured by Dean, like he still when he's arguing with him, he just gives back as good as he gets all the time. So it's like late late season cast type of thing rather than Yeah. Earlier kind of not caring so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so satisfying, just the whole world. And it's one of those lovely fix where when the fic finished without kind of spoiling you know how it ends or anything but when it finished I could kind of very clearly see in my head how the future went for them like without being explicitly told that like oh they went did this next and then this next and this next I was left like perfectly happy and content (laughs) and having an idea what happened but being able to imagine it myself um and I kind of love that in a fic like if I end a fic feeling like I need a timestamp in order to like know what happened next to them then i will just sit there and like <laughs> itch until i get it um <laughs> but, yeah. and at the same time i don't always want to like be told every little detail either because it's like well you know i don't necessarily want to see every single like life event that happens to them 
for the rest of their lives. I can imagine some of that. I just want to know that they're happy. <laughs> so this was was perfect for me. Yes, a very satisfying ending. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that I loved that um, that Cass is a botanist and he he goes to look at to pick flowers basically. <laughs> when they go on land, he's like goes to look at some plants and does his drawings and build his encyclopedia or whatever. I just loved that. It was like an extra kind of a you know scientist thing that he had. I think um, I think when I was researching for the fic, there was uh, I think it was a site, not a book. Yeah, I probably found it online. Um, and it was uh, basically about uh, how the everyday life of a ship surgeon would be like and uh, many of them oh, yeah. were into botany as it turns out yeah oh. <clears throat> i guess that makes sense because it would have been a lot of kind of you know herbal remedies for things and boil up yeah. this plant and mash it up and stick it on there and hope it does its thing like you know so yeah yeah i guess in 1700s they wouldn't have had a whole lot of anything apart from yeah. the plants that they found on the islands yeah, yeah precursor to modern medicine and I guess yep. back then the job of a surgeon or a doctor and the job of a pharmacist or a botanist were pretty much identical. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. But yeah, medicine was a, a little terrifying back then. <laughs> I was yes. doing uh, some research uh, the other day for a fic of my own and I was uh, talking to um, somebody like um, that works in a like living history museum. And... Um, so I was talking to them about like medicine back then and how terrifying some of it was and they were uh, pointed out that one of the most common treatments for a gunshot wound was to pour boiling oil on it. Mm, <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like ouch. <laughs> that, that Before doesn't... you've pulled the bullet out or after? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going oh, to look further into the information that they gave me and uh, just oh, sit there and cringe while I do it. Yeesh. Mm. You need to report so, yeah, back with the results. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, medicine back then, slightly terrifying. Also very hit yeah. and miss, as it turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Easy, easy to get infections and um, scurvy and all sorts of things. Sure. Mm-hmm. Though I did read somewhere, actually, that um, people on ships, uh, pirates and stuff, actually probably had lower infection rates than people on land because they <laughs> to put it politely they weren't sitting around in as much of their own crap as people on land were <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah yeah i can see why that makes sense <laughs> yeah like ships were probably actually cleaner than a lot of average like streets <laughs> yeah they would have kept their um drinking water and whatever probably yeah. cleaner as well like um or they dr- just drank like rum or whatever <laughs> instead of water too much probably yes Uh, (laughs) Plus, uh, seawater is actually very good for cleaning uh, wounds and stuff because of the salt and the uh, iodine. Yeah. True, yes. Okay. Cool. They they were in the perfect place for treating nasty wounds. (laughs) Right. I don't think we've ever gone down a medical tangent while we've been talking about fic before, but here we go. (laughs) Fascinating and kind of really glad, makes you glad to be alive in the modern day. very much yes. oh yeah definitely <laughs> shout out to all of our nurses that are listening i know we've got a lot in this fandom so we do <laughs> thank you yes. thanks for not boiling all. all on us <laughs> yes yeah go read this fic everybody 
as if it wasn't clear from me binging it and thinking it was half the length it was, I definitely liked this one. <laughs> so, Okay, uh, so His Right Hand Man is by Golden Ray of Sun. I think we've done one or two of Ray's fix before. Um, this one was actually published a couple of months ago at the beginning of 2022. Yeah. And it is 17,000 words and it's rated M. And the summary goes like this. After Sam runs away from home, tired of his life on their failing estate, Dean naturally chases after him, right onto a pirate ship. Dean doesn't feel the call of the sea or crave the adventure of piracy like Sam, but he can grin and bear it. He can do anything as long as Sam stays safe. Then again, Dean might even come around to Sam's way of thinking, provided he can spend more time with the Seraph's mysterious captain. So yeah, we've uh, gone into one where Cass is the pirate captain and um, Dean and Sam end up on, on his ship as part of the crew. Yes, and it's very much Sam that wants to be a pirate or that uh, wanted to go to sea and find out what it was all about um, under the advice of Ruby, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, that's right. But Ruby wasn't even on the ship in the end. She was just, yeah, she she was just, just... told him to go <laughs> and do it. Yes. <laughs> and being Sam, he just did whatever Ruby wanted. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dean that just just followed because he had to watch out for his brother. Yeah. Um, and then later, like, so this isn't isn't a particularly long fic. It's only seventeen thousand, but so gets into the kind of relationship development quite quickly. But um, Cass's hand is injured in a battle and. He loses a few fingers, <laughs> so um, so he asks because Dean can read and write. He asks Dean to help him. So there's a bit of a through this fic. I was getting real Lucius vibes here. Were you too? Like yes, was, I was. He was doing, he was writing the ship's log for him and um, you know making snarky comments or whatever. I was just like, oh, I see, I see. Well, this is this was written before our it flag was. means death so, came out. So I feel like. Ray was like channeling <laughs> prophetic the, the yes. coming things. Um, I loved it because yeah, I definitely got had that. like halfway through, well, I wasn't even halfway through, but to the point where um, Cass was injured and he, and he hurt his hand. And then the, the pun within the title became apparent. I was just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you realize what the, the title means. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those, like, oh, they said the title moments, apart from, oh, there's a pun in the title. <laughs> yeah i love it and they do have actually quite a few um punny kind of or not necessarily punny but um canon kind of lines in this one as well like yeah i I love uh, the little kind of references and and canon bits in this one yeah sweet and this one does have kind of like a nice little little twist at the end which is nice so i really like the end of this one I feel like yeah. uh, they all get the ending that they deserve. Yes. Yeah. It's wrapped so up too. quite neatly considering that's fairly short, so they couldn't um, draw it out too much. Yeah. And we've also got Jack in this one being his adorable self. Oh, all right. I'd forgotten about Jack. Oh, I really like him in this <laughs> one. I really like how, um, I guess this might be a little spoiler, but at first, uh, while Dean is um, helping Cass, 
he has mm-hmm. to step out of the cabin and Jack comes in and Dean is like, what's going on here? Isn't he too young for you? Maybe he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, he thinks there's something funny going on. Yeah. Yeah. Gets to- right. totally the wrong impression. Yeah. Yeah. But there's yeah, nothing happening though. <laughs> there's nothing happening. Yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing the happening there. No, and no, he's, and Dean, he's teaching yeah. Jack to read. <laughs> yeah, so Dean sweet. quite rightly kind of doesn't have a very good impression of Cass because of <laughs> for, for, a, for a little bit there. Um, but yeah, sorts that, sorts that out soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to give too much of this one away because it does have a great twist. But um, this was the, uh, one of the main ones that had uh, a lot of the um, democratic nature of the pirate ship and whatever because they because Cass was elected as the captain and uh, the quartermaster were, you know they um, had a set kind of way to divide the loot up and stuff so yeah and I think this one was the fic where they mentioned about uh, insurance on body parts you lose because I know Cass got money oh, yeah, was, for the yeah. fingers he lost yeah yeah pieces of eight <laughs> I thought that was quite cool <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wonder how many of the ship, of the pirate ships actually did that kind of thing, um, because you know it's a dangerous profession, I guess. If you're going to start um, offering insurance for missing body parts, then you have to make sure you're actually getting some loot in order to pay pay your share of it. Yep. But that also gives the crew an incentive to actually go out there and steal uh, other ships because. That's money that goes direct, directly to their um, pockets, and it's also money that they will take if something happens to them. Yeah. yeah. Certainly, nobody else back in those days had health insurance, so. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> they're, they're I'm in, sure, plenty in, of people made lots yeah. of money out of it. In certain ways, they were they were definitely quite uh, progressive back then with their gay marriage and their health insurance. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> In this particular fic, they 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 do have, it is like marriage equality. Like, you know, they several of the suitors that Dean was looking at were men as well. So, yes, interesting. So th- this that, one um, does have that, it, not just the historical concept of the pirate marriage, but actually within the fic world as a whole, this one seems to have it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is always nice. Then you don't have the, you don't have so much of the pining like. We want to be yeah. together, but we can't because I have to get married to a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy it both ways. Like, sometimes it's nice just to kind of read a story and kind of take a break from that. But I also enjoy the, the kind of realism sometimes and the added extra kind of pining and angst and, you know, just the res- kind of respectful realism of it in historical fix, I guess. Um, yeah. So yeah. I like it both ways. And uh, it was nice to have this one just have a, have a break from that and have that not be the issue because there's always an issue with these two but but sometimes it's not that so it's great well they did have an issue this time just not that they're gay yeah exactly and not to spoil the twist but I really like how it was resolved in the end like how they end up together by the end of the fic I I like that I liked it Yes, because yeah, this is one of those fics where you definitely kind of, yeah, you have a, a little a moment or a little section where it's not necessarily clear how it's going to end up well. You have faith that it will, because the author tells you that it will, <laughs> but 
it's it's at one point you're like i can't see how this is going to end well and you're like kind of watching the the, or at least for me i'm like watching the scroll bar at the end like at the edge of the page like hmm how much further have we got to sort this out (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, but uh, yeah this one this one does it well it's very satisfying and Mm -hmm. like you said earlier it feels like everybody gets what they deserve in this one so Mm -hmm. that's including jack which is great yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, I don't. We can't say more about this one without spoiling it as well because it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not really don't want to spoil the twist, twists on this one. Um, but Cass's crew are great in this one. I really like his crew. Um, yeah, especially as uh, Dean and Sam kind of volunteer to be pirates at the beginning, but because Dean has a big mouth, he makes it very clear he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's kind of, kind of a very interesting dynamic that they have with the crew at the beginning, where Sam's trying really hard to fit in, and Dean is doing it just because Sam's doing it, but isn't necessarily being very polite about it. <laughs> yeah. So. It's sort of like a, a, a much more compact um enemies to lovers type situation <laughs> yeah he really doesn't want to be involved um but it but quite quickly becomes like a, a part of the crew i feel yeah. like that especially after that fits a lot with canon because dean tends to be like that sam is usually mm-hmm. the one who is very social and uh, i don't know if he has a lot of friends but he definitely knows a lot of people and Dean doesn't exactly fit in with them, but then he ends up being closer with them than Sam is. Yeah, Dean feels like that person who can like put on a mask and and socialize and do things and perform when he needs to, but he has very few like really close actual friends that he trusts and like really brings in. Whereas Sam seems kind of easier to get along with in a lot of ways. <laughs> so. Okay, um, so the next pick we're going to talk about is Blow High, Blow Low, and So Sailed We by Insomnia. Um, this one's from 2020, so it's, again, I was going to say relatively recent, but we're in 2022 now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020 was ages ago now. It doesn't Time. feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this one is uh, just under 35,000 words. Um, and the summary goes like this. Dean Winchester is not the first pirate Captain Castiel Novak of Her Majesty's frigate the Seraph has been sent to capture, but he may very well be the last. When fate and a cannon conspire to bring them together, Castiel finds that Dean and his crew are unlike any pirates he has ever encountered. Drawn into a conspiracy that threatens everything Castiel believes in, Castiel must decide where his true allegiances lie. In the meantime, he must survive in his time with the pirate pirate he was sent to capture, which seems unbelievably easy when Dean insists on being so completely charming. Yes, so he is charming in this one. He is very charming in this one, and um, I I almost felt a little bad for Dean at some points in this one, just because Cass is kind of so determined to think badly of him. And yeah. at the same time, if Dean had just explained, <laughs> yeah, that's but true. Dean was very on hands with showing to Cass what was going on. You could have just told him from the start, yeah, and avoided all that. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess Dean doesn't like to talk, so yeah. And it, I don't know. I kind of feel like for, for part of it, I sort of got the feeling that it was like he wanted to see if Cass even wanted to know, like whether Cass even cared or was just going to write him off completely. Um, 
but he definitely could have spoken up way before he finally did. <laughs> so, yes. So I love this story. It had so much lovely detail. I got very engrossed in this one. Um, I think last night when I was reading it. So it is like, you know, nearly thirty-five thousand words. But it it was like the opposite of um, the way you you sped through um, twists and turns and felt like it was shorter. This one. I could I when I was halfway through I was like oh how much more have I got to go but it, it there was quite a lot to go it was just, not not because it was slow or anything it was just because there's so much uh, sort of beautiful description and detail about what was happening that um, I found myself taking my time with it a little bit I don't know it, it's an interesting yeah I mm. found that um, this one like, it kind of almost the same I felt that this one felt longer than thirty four thousand words I think it was just because there was such like a complete world in it it didn't feel yeah. like a short fic um so once yeah, so i read got... it yeah we've got one that like just pulls you in and f- felt like super fast because you couldn't put it down and then another one where even though it is shorter the world building and everything in it is so complete that it still feels like a bigger fic so it can go either way yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, both both brilliant fix. It just happened to be different writing styles, I guess. But yeah. um, this one's like Cass is like a, a navy captain who is charged with capturing the pirates, and he is injured and and taken in by like it. I'm not I'm not sure how like he gets injured, but how does he end up on the pirate ship? Uh, uh, he goes. He goes because uh, the rest of his ship is okay. Like they... I think he falls into the water and the pirates fish him up. I, I yeah. If, so if, I, if I remember correctly, in the head by yeah, he's hit in the head and pushed overboard. So basically, I, I think it happens right at the beginning. So it's probably not a spoiler to say that yeah, there right is the a yeah, yeah. like a mutiny on yeah, his well. ship and somebody is trying to make it look like he was dead. Um, and they failed in the actual yep. bedding part. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, so we've got um, Dick Roman, who's the big bad guy in this one. Um, and it turns out that Dean and his crew are sort of on a revenge mission kind of thing. I don't want to give away any more than that. But um, that part of the story, is qu- I found it was quite a surprise when we got there. I was like, oh, that's an interesting twist. So <laughs> I don't want to spoil any of that. But uh, I really liked that that section and everything. Yes. I really like that this fic uh, deals with something that we don't usually see in pirate fics. Um, I guess it's not a spoiler if I say that it deals with slavery because it's in the tags. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I, I yeah. do I do like it. Yes. Yeah. Because so, obviously it's something that was very prevalent at the time and that was very closely linked to piracy because I, mm-hmm. whereas we were saying earlier that a lot of uh, pirates were criminals that is true but a lot of them also kind of like the other half were escaped slaves um so it's kind of something that is is quite closely linked in a way so um i also think insomnia mentioned in the author's note that uh, they actually know a lot about pirates they have it somewhere 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 yeah, I remember that when they they'd been asked to write this fic about pirates, but the the person who gave the prompt hadn't realised that uh, that they actually know quite a lot about pirates. That's awesome, and that's really obvious in in the fic as well. Like um, they use a lot of 
the terminology and the, you know, saluting the, the quarter deck and all that kind of thing that you, you yeah. know, added extra That color. sounds amazing. I just, want, I just want to go out for a drink and pick their brain now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was definitely an enemies to lovers... Um, seems like a common theme in most of these <laughs> they start off as enemies oh yeah this is the yeah. third one that is enemies to lovers yes, yes. quite compelling I think they all really are. yeah <laughs> it just works with the piracy thing a lot doesn't it because they're not yeah a lot of the time they're not very chummy are they we just don't think or... of them as being no like... that's right <laughs> they're not like all pirates are enemies with each other <laughs> until they're friends i suppose it's no fun if they start off as mateys they're supposed to end that way <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there's some amazing um, some delicious smut in this one as well which even though it has a mature tag it yes, is quite explicit as well just as a slight warning there if you yeah it's uh, there so the mature tag is if, there for if a you, reason <laughs> it's on it's on the explicit side of mature for sure yeah. I, I get the impression that captain even the captain's cabin wouldn't have been a very large space like as it is in our flag means death maybe he only had like a, a small bed that possibly didn't actually fit two people very well so i don't know if, how that would have uh, worked uh is this the one where they yeah. share the captain's cabin or is that the the other one yes i think so um <laughs> i think they do in this one yeah I, they do they do share it even before they get together i think also Cass sleeps in there as well so it must be yeah, the, fairly large. The logistics of uh, sleeping arrangements on a pirate ship are <laughs> pretty interesting. You think about how narrow <laughs> the beds and things must have been, just squeezing two fully grown men in there. Yeah. I also mm. really like the battles in this one. Um, again, mm. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, the one where Castic's charge of the crew, I guess, I really loved how he handled that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that sounded like uh, there was a lot of research that went into that kind of. Yeah, it read uh, like a battle. Even just describing that kind of thing is um, difficult to do mm -hmm. properly. I think. I mean, I have no idea if they got it right. Even so, even how many experts would be reading it would be able to tell if it was wrong. But it it was clearly explained in a way that you could see what was yes. happening. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think this is the really well the only one that we have read. Um, I'll just I'll be vague about it because I don't want to <laughs> don't want to spoil it. It's the only one that we've read that featured um, a duel of any kind as well, which I thought was oh yeah, just a, oh, yeah a kind that's of right. Cool, yeah, a cool detail that we don't often get in historical fic. So we get them mentioned sometimes, um, but to have one actually go through with happening uh, was pretty cool to have in there and kind of as a reader keeps you on your edge of your seat for a minute because oh my god yep. i was actually blowing my nails in that bit i was like oh my god what's gonna happen yes but yeah that's so. all right happy ending happy ending yes <laughs> this, is, this is a great story for uh the hurt comfort fans <laughs> so yes there's quite a lot of hurting yeah. and comforting <laughs> and then at the end the wonderful comforting with lots of words we like that <laughs> they can finally make the point. Yeah. What what is it about Dean Winchester when we write him? Like when those words finally get out, then it, it's like you just like a cork coming out of a bowl. <laughs> You're like, all right, okay, <laughs> bless him. Well, we never really got oh. to do that in in the yeah. show. We much. just want to give that to him. Bit, but... <laughs> no, it's 
lovely. And it's very well done um, and believable in this because of the situations that they have been through to get there. So, yes, loved it. The ending of this was brilliant. Nothing particularly supernatural about this one. Um, It's all, you know, non-magical. People are the monsters in this one. Yeah. Which I was bit I do. I do enjoy a good people are the monsters fic sometimes. Like, humans can be far worse than... uh, far worse nasty things so um is there anything else i can say about this which isn't going to give everything away i do i well my favorite character in this was belfazar i really liked him oh Um, i loved him too yeah yeah he was done really he was done really well um I, I lo- there was a tiny little detail that was mentioned which made me f- absolutely fall in love with him in that uh, I think something about they met when they were super super young and it was Cass's first time on a rowboat and he had to hold back Cass's hair because he was being sick <laughs> um, and for some reason that was just charming <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that was this one I was just sitting there like hmm. was it this one or a different one where he gets on the ship because he's seen a, a few of them uh, and he sees Benny and he's like oh <laughs> That's this one, I think. Is this one? Uh, I just love Balthazar. Such a great character. Yes. And I think the fact that we didn't get a whole lot of him on the show just means you can make him just about anything you want in a big like. But what we did get of him was so distinctive that we can take that distinctive part and apply it to kind of almost any version of him and it still feels like the him that we know if it feels like him yeah yeah because what we got was so distinctive but so little (laughs) so yeah i love it he's a great character to play with i love him he also doesn't uh take any of Cass's shit like he'll he he's sort of like are you serious like when he (laughs) says something he just goes are we really doing this right now? Okay, let's go. Yeah, because he's his uh, um, second in command, but dry, you almost get the dry character. That's the word. Yeah, he's he's so dry, and you almost get the impression that he is going along with him, but only because he agrees with him in the first place. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Cass is just Cass is just kind of lucky that he doesn't disagree. Really, um, he's like, look, I know you're the captain, and this is a stupid idea, but we're going to do it anyway because you're the yes. captain. Okay. <laughs> And he just refuses to call him Castiel in front of everybody. <laughs> and just continues calling him Cassie regardless. Um, yeah. Yeah, love him. I also um, really liked Crowley in this one because I love it when an author can write a Crowley where... Because it's very easy to just make Crowley like a straight villain or just give him like a hero arc. But personally, I love it when you can have Crowley as that very kind of morally gray like you're never quite sure whose side he's on but you know for sure he's on his own (laughs) um and i I, gonna get something out of it in the end yeah exactly (laughs) and i thought that uh this fic did that really well because even by the end of it i'm like well yes crowley helped them there but only because they helped him there and so was he good or was he bad who knows (laughs) he was very much just himself (laughs) yeah it's good characterization yeah good fit go read did enjoy so this is one of those uh, kind of even though um it's kind of i guess you would call it like a mid-sized thick like thirty-five thousand. it's not super short but it's it's not a long long thick um yeah. but as as far as like plot wise i feel like the pacing was quite um quick so you weren't kind of waiting around ages for things to happen um 
we would, I was just kind of getting lost in Dean and Cass's relationship in the meantime. <laughs> it was lovely. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, lots of happens in this one. Yeah, I'll just, we'll just quickly mention one more. Um, it's only a shorty, or shorter at least than the other ones. Um, Eye of the Storm by Nicole Keep was published in 2020 as one of their um, story time stories <laughs> on um, Profound Bond server. Um, it's 11,000 words and it's explicit. And the summary goes, when a threat from the past returns to the kingdom of Winchester, Crown Prince Dean takes it upon himself to get rid of the problem and prove himself worthy to rule. However, when the crew and captain of the commandeered ship, Heaven's Wrath, aren't, all, aren't at all what Dean thought they were, Dean starts to second guess many of the things King John has spread over the years. Captain Castile Novak, along with his ship Heaven's Wrath, has been on the run for over a decade. After a much needed stop in his home kingdom and hostile territory, Winchester, a chance encounter threatens to destroy everything he's built. Will the tumultuous waters be too much for Dean and Castile to handle, or will they be able to find comfort in the eye of the storm? Okay. Um, pretty great description of what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that does describe this really well. Good job, Nickel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I suck at summaries. I need to get Nickel to come and do mine. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got the prince. Yeah, so this is really, I guess, quite quite different to the other ones. Um, yeah. Takes a, a really different kind of way, way to get to the piracy part. It's like a fantasy it's, kingdom uh, of Winchester. Yeah. Uh, rather than being... I don't think they actually uh, mention like anything about Earth or the Caribbean or England even. Like I think it's just King yeah, wholly its own its own thing um, with a a King John that's not very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, obviously we have uh, Prince Sam as well. And okay, yeah. looking to see what's tagged. All right, I won't spoil what any of the other characters are then, other than obviously Cass is a pirate and captain of the other ship and all the other characters like Charlie and, and such like that and Mick and everything they're all tagged but it doesn't tell us what they are so I'm not going to spoil that yes <laughs> the crew is very good in this one too they're all yes <laughs> I like that I like this tag your author is not a sailor <laughs> oh yeah yes the, the author, author regrets not nothing <laughs> <laughs> um yes there is boat sex in this one like <laughs> I love that tag. <laughs> oh, the way that could horrifically go two ways as far as the internet is concerned. But, uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Sex, uh, sex on boat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we will say without spoiling anything, um, obviously you can tell from the um, summary that Dean does sort of discover that the pirates are actually good guys. Um, but his, but John does get a bit of a serve in this one. He, he kind of, he gets what's due. Um, and it's a, it's an, like a very satisfying ending. Yeah. There's another fic where it's kind of like every, every character seems to get what they deserve, both the good and the bad in this case, <laughs> every character gets what they deserve. Yeah. It's just not a happy ending for everyone. No, but they do get what they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I enjoyed this fic and, um, I think this was done as part of Nicole's story sign series. Um, and this is one of those where I feel like if they wanted, they could almost turn this into like a like big full length, like 
big chaptered fic if they wanted because like the concept it's it has so much to it it's great and it has like layers to it it's not just a straightforward you know oh often goes to the ship and falls in love with Cass yay <laughs> like yeah. there's more there's more to it than that um so this also wanted, has like, a very good this... twist at the end yeah exactly and they managed to fit all of that into what was it eleven thousand words yeah yeah Yeah, eleven thousand words so which is always amazing to me because these story time ones do tend to be shorter because of the way that they are done they're kind of just all done in one kind of yeah because they write them write them as they're posting them in yeah like discord um, right so yeah like written written live i guess would be the best way to to term it brilliant um yeah so they do tend to be kind of like this is a, a good length and the fact that they managed to execute this concept within that length i think is amazing because yeah. i think if i if i had attempted this concept we'd be at like 150 180 thousand <laughs> words <laughs> and i'd still be talking to myself in the corner so um <laughs> great job yeah. getting it and and making it feel whole and complete within eleven thousand words is fantastic i think and for also giving yes. us a great sex scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> couldn't miss out on that part so yes I totally thought that someone was going to walk out walk in, you know into it <laughs> um guys like you're not alone no. you guys are Come not on, alone admit it. you wanted someone to walk in <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone uh, yes so uh this, and this is kind of semi public <laughs> I, I guess. Well, a ship is. I guess a ship is private, yeah, but well, people could. It's a public location, I guess. A public location <laughs> on a private ship. <laughs> but uh, yes, it's um, it's creative. Yep. I like it. <laughs> well, we better quickly. Um, yeah, I suppose we better uh, quickly recommend a few like, other things. Pirate time. I've got a few. Well, two. <laughs> I've got one that um, I just read earlier because it's only a fairly short one. This is um, of Barnacles and Joy by You Can't Spell Subtext Without. Um, and this is actually a, a Supernatural and Our Flag Means Death crossover. So um, I'm not sure, I don't know if there's a time travel element involved, but somehow <laughs> um, Cass and Dean are working a case in Florida and they... Um, they, they run into basically uh, Ed and Steed um, on land, like they, they find them and um, Lucius is there too and they the, the three pirates kind of talk Dean into the fact that Cass is in love with him and he doesn't realise. <laughs> it's just gorgeous, <laughs> like they, they've got all the characters like spot on. <laughs> it's really, I enjoyed this a lot and it's funny too, it's got like, there's one point where like close to the beginning where um, Dean says something he gets injured and he says something about only being a flesh wound and um, Cass doesn't understand and then he goes you know the the Monty Python fig I made you watch it I mean the, the movie you know the film and <laughs> it's just like little little canon things that come in and it's like oh I understand that reference but anyway nice. <laughs> um, it's only 12,000 words and um but a bit of fun and a, um, a really funny crossover. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I've got one or two I can recommend as well. Um, I will start with um, Say You'll Remember Me by um, Zation, 
Um, this is an older one. It's from 2015. So um, this fic is a pirate AU where Dean is trying to rescue Sam. Um, and it is quite angsty, this one. Smutty and angsty. So if you want a pirate AU that is kind of that little bit more kind of you know, has has that bit more sadness and pain. Because um, <laughs> I know some people love it. Um, then this is probably the one for you. It's uh, 27,000 words, I think. 27 and a half. Yeah. Um, and I really, I really enjoyed this one. Like sometimes when you, you do want, you know, a bit of angst and a little bit of pain and everything before they get to some semblance, <laughs> some semblance of togetherness and happiness. Um then this will this will scratch that itch, and uh, I I always enjoy Asian's fix. So say you'll remember me is going to be a rep from me. Well, I'm going to give a shout out whether you like it or not to um, Shiver My Bones. <laughs> Fun bite, <by> Mel Muses. <laughs> I have a blanket um, here. I can crawl under it. You know. Okay. No. <laughs> there's, there's only two chapters posted so far, but it's gonna be amazing especially since she's done all this like um you know blackbeard research so you know be waiting for that to come in yeah some of it um, some of it written on location (laughs) oh yeah i hope so um this will this is like a multimedia experience because you've got not only do you have the story itself but you've got some lisley art in there and a podfic version as it's coming out (laughs) from road to nowhere um so you can listen which is, to it. Yeah, which is amazing. I do have to like speak out and give a shout out on that one because it is brilliant. Like uh, he really went all out on that one. It's great. It even it even has the sea shanties in it, which I like fully expected him to just skip. Um, but no, him yes. and uh, uh, Nancy Franzi, who is also tagged there, um, yep. did a brilliant job. <laughs> and I've been kind of like listening to them obsessively ever since. <laughs> oh. So yeah. Well, yeah. There. Um. I, I will say that in a lot of the other fix that we read for this episode, there weren't that many sea shanties in them. Like they did sort of maybe quote a few of them at the beginning or whatever, beginning of chapters or or whatever. But but I think you're bringing like an important um, pirate <laughs> law seg. You know, we need we need the sea shanties. <laughs> so you've got them in there. <laughs> Well, I'll be so, inflicting yeah. them on people anyway, so I'm glad at least somebody's happy about it. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll let you off the hook now. I won't, I won't tell, say any more about that, but go and read it, everybody. Everyone Thanks. who's listening is probably reading it anyway, so it's all good. Um, uh. <laughs> any any other ones that you would, either of you would like to give a shout out to? There's one I want to read, which I haven't yet, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm sure it's great because... Uh, I've seen some of it, but I think it's only for uh, registered members on L3, because... Uh, One of the ones that you have to log in for. Okay. Uh, Which one was was it? Let me log in and see. Ocean's Brawl by Fia Rauco, if I'm pronouncing that right. And this one again deals with uh, slavery as a theme with pirates. Very nice. I've got that one on the list, yeah. I'm going to give another um, shout out as well. Um, This one is called Angels of the Sea and it's by Holly Blue 2. 
Um, so this one is also a little bit older. It's from 2016, um, and it was a DCVB back then. Um, so mm -hmm. it's 53, almost 54,000 words. Um, so this is one where the pirate ship, the Archangel, which is run by Cass, um, is, is boarded by Sam and Dean as stowaways because um, they are trying to hide from um, the people who killed their father. So they st like hide away in the storage room of the ship and when they're discovered, um, somebody, I think, if I remember right, it was Raphael? Yeah, Raphael um, is adamant that they're killed, but Cass, um, his heart's just too big to kill them. <laughs> so uh, their lives are spared, they have to join his crew, and uh, it, it, it also involves a, a kind of story thread involving um, Dean's amulet, and uh, kind of um, using that as like a kind of almost has like a Pirates of the Caribbean feel where they're using the amulet to like find uh, like a hidden island and treasure kind of thing like it's it's very kind of um adventure feeling this this fic so I like that yeah I definitely definitely recommend it it's fun and, and um Holly Blue 2's fics are always a good read I think they, they just the mm -hmm. pacing is always good and fun and I enjoy them so go mm. and give this one a That's try great. I tried to recall who the art was by because it was a DCPB uh, there we go. Uh, by Lenny Ways, the art in that one. It is it's beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, there's a there's a whole uh, list of pirate fix that we dug up, which obviously we will put on the blog so that people can dig through. Um, it's got lots that I can kind of recommend and stick on there. And a lot of them, I said, usually when we're kind of like adding all these fix on the end, there's a lot of really short ones, like like one shots. 2,000 words, 5,000 words. A lot of these pirate fics I've noticed are actually kind of like chunkier. They're like over 20,000 yeah. words. You can really get your teeth yeah. into them, which is great. <laughs> I love it. I guess but probably because of all the world building, right? There has to be like a certain amount of world building involved with putting these characters on a pirate ship. So yeah, um, that's probably why, but that's why a lot of the recommendations this time are going to be a little bit longer. Um, not all of them. There are some short ones there too, but so we will go ahead and put a big list of those on the blog. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, Kit, for coming to talk to us today. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been yeah, it's lovely. You're very welcome. What are you? Have got anything coming up that you're working on at the moment that you'd like to share with everybody? Like working um, on some bangs, or I'm trying to finish my DCBB for this year. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, I will get it done this time, hopefully. And uh, I am also working on a demon hunting academy fic. But Ooh. that might be... Mm. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> In a... Yeah, that might be a bit long before it gets posted. Hey, okay. I like long. <laughs> we'll look forward to that. <laughs> yes. All good. Awesome. Excellent. All right, so if you've got any suggestions for other fix that we could, uh, you know, pirate fix that we've missed that you'd like to tell us about or anything else you'd like to talk to us about, you can do that under our social media accounts are pretty much Mixtape Book Club on all of them. Um, or you can email us contact at mixtapebookclub.com or you can chat with us on Discord, either in Profound Bond Discord server or in our own Discord server, which you get to via our coffee. Um, 
I don't even know what the word for that is, like account. Subs- <laughs> subscription, I guess. That's kind of sounds like a, a weird way of yeah, putting it, yeah, but yeah. Subscription, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. And as always, remember that the story isn't over until we say it is. like to introduce you to the Gentleman Pirates Library, a podcast covering every episode of the HBO show Our Flag Means Death. I'm Katie. And I'm Mary. And every week for 10 weeks, we'll be taking you on a deep dive into one episode of the pirate show with a growing fan base. Over those 10 weeks, you can expect a lot of silly, funny, and heartfelt conversations about characters, narrative, and queer representation, and the historical context of the show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, make sure to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people find us. You can find us on Twitter at Gentleman Pirate. That's the word gentleman, P-I-R, and the number eight. You can also email us at gentlemanpirateslibrary at gmail.com. We cannot wait to see what trouble we can get up to on the high seas.